business is booming. From the small mom and pops to the big industries, our local businesses drive our economy and provide the products, services, and jobs we depend on. Our host, Jennifer McCurdy, brings us these stories as she visits with the business owners and leaders of Fort Payne and DeKalb County, Alabama. And now, here's Jennifer. Well, today on Business is Booming, I have Carrie Wright, Dean of Workforce Development at Northeast Alabama Community College. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you, Miss Jennifer. It's a pleasure to be here. Long time in the waiting, but I'm oh, I've been trying to, to get here. you on for a while. You're a busy person. <laughs> well, you know how things are. I do. I do. I wanted to get you on today to talk more about all the wonderful programs at Northeast Alabama Community College, uh, especially around workforce development. Okay, well, that's my favorite topic, and, and I like to talk about well, it. Well, I'm just going to sit so, back and listen then. Here we go. Uh, workforce development is is one of the um, kind of signature points of community college now, and Northeast is uh, right in the middle of it. Uh, we're in the process of, of constructing a new workforce development center on campus, which will house uh, primarily our manufacturing and building construction programs, which are among the three uh, highest demand, highest wage programs in, in North Alabama and, and regionally and even nationally. Uh, the skilled trades uh, for years has kind of taken a back seat to uh, a lot of other academic approaches. And, you know, for years we've, we've you know, told our, our, our students and our young people that you, you have to go and you have to seek out that four-year degree if you're going to be successful. And what has happened over time is we have uh, a, a – limited focus on on getting skills that are, are valuable today. And now we're in a situation where with a, a low workforce participation rate combined with a higher demand for all the things that we, we hold dear, we like our, our houses, we like to be able to go out and purchase things that are manufactured. And obviously healthcare is a, a priority for everyone. These uh, particular career paths are, are limited now. So what the community college in, is doing statewide is initiating ways to get people into high-demand, high-wage career fields. And at Northeast particularly, uh, you know, we have a, a, a concerted effort to build our manufacturing programs, you know, machine tooling, welding, uh, industrial maintenance, our design and design modeling processes that um, incidentally are a part of a, a a new program this year at the college, Advanced Design and Manufacturing, has been uh, essentially developed to replace the, the the antiquated drafting and design program that's been around for years. So bringing that program up to um, you know current to meet current demands and the, the higher skill levels and higher technical components that go into that that concept into a modeling stage into a manufacturing page uh, phase is where we are right now. Um, you know, welding and fabrication is huge in DeKalb County and, in, and really the entire state with, with all the, the different things that are built uh, in Alabama. You know, those skill sets are, are timeless and they're, they're very, very high demand now. And, you know, as a result, our programs have nearly 100% placement rate for graduates. We hardly ever have a student leave a technical program at Northeast without a job unless they just don't want one. You do a great job with relationship building and understanding what the industries need. Um, I know that they can come to you, and I've seen it happen when we've been in meetings and mm -hmm. talk about um, problems they may have, or not just uh, problems, but a shortage in an area and 
you, you've always said, how can we help? What can mm-hmm. we do? And what program do we not have that maybe we need to start looking at um, to address some of these issues? And that's that's key, I think, is being able to know what is needed, needed within your industries and understanding that and not only that, but addressing those needs. Mm-hmm. So that's appreciated. And that's one of the most powerful things that we can do as a college is is listen. If we listen to what the industry is telling us, it helps us to, to prepare the programs to be relevant tomorrow. If, if we continue doing the same things we've done for the last 30 years and prepare people to not be employed, we're not helping the situation anyway. So that's that's what our, our aim is, is to, to serve industry in the ways that we can and to keep them connected to us through the advisory committees that you and many others in Fort Payne are a part of to help us stay on top of what's coming next as best we can. You know, typically at the community college level, you know, we 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 don't get ahead of industry because industry drives what the need is, but we try to stay as close to it as we can so that we stay current and relevant yeah. in what we're teaching. Uh, if we're teaching, you know, um, obsolete skills, that's not doing anyone any good. It's no. not helping the students, not helping the employer. So that's that's one of our key focuses to to stay in touch with what our local needs are. And you even have short-term certificate programs. Mm-hmm. What are those? All the all the programs in the the technical fields are built with short-term certificates, certificates, and into the degree plan. And that hierarchy is actually set up to be benchmarks, so that when a student um, completes the requirements for a short-term certificate, they have a skill set that is based on a, a defined set of parameters. And an employer can look at that certificate and understand that when they hire that that person who has earned that certificate or short certificate, that they have a defined level that they can put them in that helps them to initially start employment. Uh, As it goes on, it it is kind of a, a, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a marker for the student. They've, yeah. they've met this level a little bit further. They can reach the next part, and then it works on up to that degree level, which is ideally what we promote because of, of what we know about how valuable the degree is. Maybe not today, but a few years down the road, that degree is going to separate individuals from those that don't have it. So when it comes time for uh, advancement or promotion, <laughs> That person with the degree typically is going to have an advantage because they've they've met a benchmark that that says yes I can complete more difficult things I can start a task and I can see it all the way through, yeah. uh, not to diminish the certificate or short certificate because they are in 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 that hierarchy and they have value for those individuals that that may be what their 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 goal is. Carrie, what are some examples of a short term certificate? Uh, one good example of a short-term certificate uh, in our building construction program, we have a, a six defined pathways that a student can earn a degree in. Uh, those six degree options are also available in the certificate program as well. What separates the certificate and the degree is essentially a, about three to four general ed courses that are not required in the certificate that are required in the degree. If we back it up to that short certificate, uh, in our same building uh, construction program, we have 14 short-term certificates that are built around um, skills like heavy equipment operation, uh, 
concrete finishing or masonry or even carpentry or plumbing. And what that is, in each of those certificates, the student has to earn 12 credit hours of instruction to earn that short-term certificate in either of those career path um, fields. Each of those fields go into one of the degree options as well. So it starts out with just a, a very broad base where a student can explore and see what they want to do, and then they can take a step to, to go into a more focused direction in their studies. Can high school students take advantage of that, or do you have to be post-high school? Yes, and in our dual enrollment programs with the high schools, the uh, the degree options that a high school student chooses also gives them the option of earning that short-term certificate, many of them in while they're still in high school. Our goal as a college is facilitating dual enrollment. We want those students to earn that short-term certificate before they graduate at least. Um, heard in your earlier broadcast with Mr. Jett, he, he mentioned or you mentioned uh, some students earning an associate degree before they graduate high school or at the same time. And we've had that happen with some of our students in in workforce development programs it takes a very dedicated student to do that because it's a lot of work but you know in in the opportunity to earn a degree or get close to a degree is is very well defined for high school students now so we're actually giving them the chance to get started earlier so they can get finished a little bit earlier and get into the workforce a little bit earlier and there's so many students now that um, their families rely on them mm-hmm. as well as soon as they graduate to start helping support the family mm-hmm. So that's an awesome opportunity for them to gain skills that they otherwise wouldn't have to go straight into the workforce. Right. And it's given them the opportunities to to experience this in high school before it costs them a lot of money out of their Mm -hmm. pocket. Uh, It also gives them a chance to to get an early start on deciding what it is they want to do. And one of the things that we promote heavily in our workforce development programs when we're recruiting students is come in and and experience something. Come and try this. We have, you know, a lot of entry-level courses that we offer throughout the year that's open to most anyone to come in and, and, and do a little preview and yeah. see if this is something you're interested in. If it is, great. We've got a pathway for you to follow on that. Or if it's not, great. Mark that off your list. You yeah. know that, move that's, on to the next move thing. Move on to the next thing. Yeah. If it's not for you, try something different. Explore it and give them a chance to do that at an early age and, and hopefully – uh, you know, by the time they do finish high school, they will have a, a pathway either into a college program or into a, a workforce where they can find gainful employment. Yeah. What What other programs are, are going on at Northeast that around workforce development? Well, and in, what's what's coming up that we we don't know about? What's yet? new? What's, what's on new? The, what's on the What's <laughs> on the the pre, in the pressure cooker right now? We have just recently uh, submitted application to add dental hygienist as a, oh, a new wonderful. degree program. Um, Adding that to our allied health program with medical assisting, EMS, uh, registered nursing, licensed practical nursing, uh, that's just going to be another uh, offering for students to hopefully, you know, attract more students into the program and, and attract a different group of students. Oh, you yeah. know, there are a lot of a lot of our students in healthcare programs. They they know that they want to be in healthcare, but you know, as high school students, they get to experience some of the dual enrollment, but they don't really get to to explore uh, a lot of different things. So you know, with the dental hygiene. Back to our, your earlier comment about us staying uh, in tune with the community. We've heard from lots of dental offices over the past couple of years that there's a, a, a huge shortage in dental hygienists. And yes. when we get to looking, you know, regionally and even statewide, we we see that there's there's a shortage. 
statewide. Now so that's a two-year program too. It's as well. a two-year okay. AAS degree yeah. program. Mm-hmm. That's great. So that uh, if everything uh, plays out the way uh, we have it planned, that program will start uh, hopefully in the fall of twenty-four. Wonderful. So that's another instructional program that we're looking at. Um, we are um, currently working with a, a committee Dr. Campbell put together just actually last week, uh, and he charged us with with determining where we need to go next. So um, me, along with several others, are working on— If you've got outside people on that committee and you didn't ask me to be on that committee, Carrie— that's inside. It's it's okay. In, okay, committee. I'll let that slide then. It's, it's uh, you know I've got lots of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and we always a... ask for it. We always ask for <laughs> it. You're very nice when I give those. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> that. No, that is one that has been uh, Dr. Campbell had, had put a committee of of several of us together to just you know do some think tank stuff and 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 see where we need to go and of course once we narrow that list down it's when we'll be reaching out to you and 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 industry people in the area to see okay is this something that you're going to hire people from and you know ultimately that's what's going to drive the decision on what comes next is who's who who's going to hire these students when they finish their right. degrees if no one's going to hire them we're not going to put that's them in the green place it's yeah. not for us so um, and you know, hopefully in a, in another month or so, I'll I'll have more information to share on that one. But right now, that's uh, we're in the in a planning process to see what comes next. Well, speaking um, of Dr. Campbell, I know he's always been very forward thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, always. I mean, I lived close to the community college growing up, and it is amazing to me how much it's grown. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a long time, but still, mm-hmm. it is huge now compared to to what it used to be. I mean, it, and even. When I was a child, I remember it was, I could ride my bike around campus. There was no cars there. Nothing was happening. Now it's booming. I mean, things are always happening there. You're always adding programs. Got the softball Mm -hmm. fields coming up. You've got a golf team now. Mm -hmm. Um, Cross country. Cross country. Mm -hmm. Tennis. Don't have tennis yet. Uh, but we there's have, tennis courts there. The the tennis courts have been recently um, updated to um, facilitate pickleball. Of course it has. So you've got, we've got pickleball courts on campus and, you know, we're trying to encourage, uh, you know, students in the community to come in and use oh, that yeah. because it's, it's it's really nice. It's a really nice update to the tennis courts and, you know, they're, I don't know anything about pickleball, but I have to admit, it, it, it I'm starting really to, good. I'm getting into it. Uh, I've seen it on TV a couple of times, but I've not played yet. It's fun. It looks like, it looks like uh, tennis with a ping pong paddle. It is. And is no, but I'm just, I have to admit, I'm, I'm the last one picked always. <laughs> Well, me and you'd end up on the same team and we get beat. It would be bad. It would be bad. I'm the first one eliminated every time. <laughs> but with, uh, uh, you know, the, the softball, you know, our area has has had for years just tremendous, you know, high levels competition in, in women's softball. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's the, the – it was just the natural next fit. And you you're, know and what's right. next, though, should be basketball. Right. Well, I don't know about that. That's that's Dr. Campbell's question there. But uh, We've got I, it all planned out, Dr. Campbell. I will I will, <laughs> I will. say, you know, um, you know, to your, your comment, you know, the college has grown. And, you know, Dr. Campbell's been president there for a lot of years now, and, and his vision has been played out in, in, in front of our eyes. And, you know, I remember when uh, way back in the 1900s when I went to Northeast and, you know, I think then the library was the new building. Yes, so the, same. <laughs> you know, and that was uh, – there's been so many things that, 
that have uh, been added, you know, since I was there. It's almost unbelievable. I remember, you know, where the Penley building and the Lyceum is now. I remember when that was a wooded area between oh, yeah. the backside of campus and Highway 35. So, you know, now it's opened up and it's it's one of the more picturesque community colleges in the state. And it really uh, it's, it's a really beautiful place. And workforce development building that's going up if you haven't been buying seen that lately it's uh so they've it, already started building oh yeah it's starting to take okay. shape of a building it's out of the ground now and we've got walls going up and it's really exciting to just see how big that space is going to be when it gets done and and you know the impact it's going to make for years to come you know we, we may not see the you know we won't see the full impact of of what that does for you know, students 20 years from now. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the opportunities that they're going to have to continue getting the skills that, you know, are for the foreseeable future going to be very high demand and probably a shortage of those skilled workers that we're, we're, we're targeting now to train. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our, our training goes beyond the, the degree programs because we're running uh, non-credit skills programs now trying to draw people in to come in and, and get some skills and get some motivation. To, so what's a non-credit program you're talking about? Like uh, what? We, we, we're we running, um, actually, the next one we've got coming or actually got started today, uh, starting today is heavy equipment operator. Okay. And I've that, seen that, yeah. That's a two-week, uh, two-week program where students will come in. They'll come in on campus and they'll spend some time working through uh, OSHA 10 training. They'll leave... Uh, they'll leave campus with OSHA 10 certification in their pocket, along with some uh, training on a simulator that we have on campus, and then they'll go on site and and spend uh, one full week, 40 hours of their time on a piece of equipment, learn how to operate it. So, so if you're a business in DeKalb County and you haven't reached out to Kerry and said, Here's what we're we've got going on. Here's the kind of the deficit or some uh, problems we might have in our facility. Why not? Why have you not reached out to Kerry mm-hmm. yet? Because he is ready to answer your questions and to be of assistance to you. Um, please, I mean, I I want people to call you because I know you've got solutions for them mm-hmm. and can help them address their issues. You don't have to do it alone. That's why Northeast is there. That's why the Workforce Development Center is there to help. So. Please, what's the? Tell them how to call you. What's your? You phone? can contact me. Uh, go to our website. Okay. www.nacc.edu and look for workforce development. And yes. all of our contact information is on on those web pages. Uh, you can see the programs that we have in place. Uh, you can see the instructors that teach the program. So you can drill it down to if you want to find out how to get a welding certification, you can dial it on down into to who to reach out to who for to reach that. out to for that. And you know, by all means contact me. Uh, you know, my phone number and email is on the website and and, and, and I do. I'm I'm waiting. Yeah. Um, I wake up every day um, hoping that I can impact someone. And 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 someone calling to say we need assistance with this, I may not have the answer, but I'll do everything that that I can to to help find a solution to whatever training issue that there is. Yeah. And uh, that's the way we work. We hardly say we don't say no. We say how. Right. And and that's just the way our approach is now at Northeast. And and everyone at the college is the same way. You know, that's our our approach is to serve the community. Serve our, serve our local industry, but you know, serve the people that come to us, and you know, we're we're trying to to make you know better a better world one person at a time, and that's 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 what motivates me to to get started every day. I love it. Now, I haven't told you this yet, Carrie, so you're hearing it first. Okay. Today from me, 
Um, we have a new website for seniors only, high school seniors. Okay. I wasn't talking about you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for pointing that out. Thanks for laughing. And um, <laughs> so it's senioryearcollective.com. And what it is is a platform for businesses to put job shadowing opportunities, job shadowing opportunities, internships, mm-hmm. jobs, uh, career readiness opportunities. Northeast could put things on there about their workforce development programs, things that high school seniors can tap into Mm -hmm. that would benefit them. Um, It's just a one-stop hub for all, any any high school senior, and actually anyone could look into it. I mean, if you're a 10th grader and interested, you could still go onto that website and see what opportunities are out there. It is very new, though, so we don't have a whole lot posted on there yet, but the more businesses, and if you could put some things on there, um, that would help because um, that would give students options and a way to just kind of easily access information. Um, we have over 400 high school senior emails and close to 100 cell phone numbers right. for seniors. So um, that will also serve as a great way for us to keep in touch with them as they move on to their next uh, year after mm-hmm. um, their senior year. And maybe we can keep in touch with them and they'll come back to DeKalb County and work, hopefully. Or maybe they'll attend Northeast. They You have a program they may not have known about that they'll find on this website and attend that program and then stay in DeKalb County, which would be great. Right. So, SeniorYearCollective.com. SeniorYearCollective.com. Not Senior Seniors. 55 Plus, but 55 high older. school seniors. Okay. <laughs> if I ever get that old, I'll go and check that out. Hey, I find yeah. myself now, I'm almost to the point, not quite, I'll be like, hmm. The AARP discount, when does that kick in? Is it's it 50? It. Is it 50? It. Yes, 50, and it's oh, worth I'm, it. I'm close. I'm their so ho- close. Their hotel discounts are, are way better than anybody else's. Really? So, yeah. And you probably get 25-cent coffee or something. You can. You I get, love it. You can get free stuff at McDonald's every now and then. Um, that is the that is an advantage to getting old, get, right? Getting old has its benefits, so that's one of them. But for you seniors in high school, just go ahead and live it up now while you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, growing growing up fast is a good thing, but you know, it, it, usually that first day after high school is when when high school seniors think, "Hmm, I had it made." <laughs> you probably wait a minute. Well, really, to, for me, it was after college when um, I'll, I'll never forget going shopping for the first time after I graduated, and my mother's like, "Yes, that's cute. You should get it. You should get it." And I pile it up on the counter, and she walks away. <laughs> yeah. So there I was. I had to pay for it myself. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a shocker. So and then reality starts. Yeah, it does. So. It does. Well, thank you for joining me today. This has been fun. I'm glad. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? I like to just chatty chat. So uh, the one thing I tell every everyone I encounter, whether it's a student or a business industry or just someone I meet on the street, if you don't know what Northeast can do for you, ask us. Because there's, they can do something for you there, for sure. There's the the college can can provide a service for just about everyone and every entity and there's a lot of them that are not a lot of services are not widely known right and you know in workforce development we can touch so many different areas of of business and industry a lot of business industry simply does not know that and you know we encourage you you know ask us if we can do something for you we will if we can't we'll tell you we can't and try to help you find someone that can and you really don't know until you ask you don't know until you ask and and it doesn't cost a thing in the world to ask the question and and uh, and we'll try to do the best we can to give an answer that that gets you headed in the right direction well carrie thanks for joining me today i appreciate it 
You've been listening to Business is Booming, a podcast brought to you by Fort Payne Chamber of Commerce. The host is Chamber Director Jennifer McCurdy, Executive Producer Stephen B. Smith. Our engineer is Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studios. Business is Booming is a production of Rare Life Media 